Everybody. Welcome to Madden Cast, episode 670 for the week of April 1st, 2023. Kelly, are you ready to get into the NFL's biggest and hottest news in the video game industry for this week? Oh, oh hell yeah. I mean, my, my Chiefs won the Super Bowl this year, so I, I am all excited about Madden this year. Yeah. Um, uh, he, joining us, uh, besides Kelly Ryan, is, is uh, Jason... Um, Ariola telling us about hi. Uh, I am so, uh, okay, guys. Let's, give let's, us let's your draft it. insights. Let's talk about uh, this trade of uh, bringing uh, Jimmy Garofalo to the Los Angeles Raiders and how it's going to affect the long term stability of the NFC. I, I really am excited to see Janine Garofalo in the Raiders because <laughs> that's going to be just a real good dynamic. I think that w- that doesn't exist today. And, oh, she can get chatty, but she can't take a hit. And but like she can get in the pocket with the shovel screenplays, and then the ball down the field. <laughs> and, and just so you guys know, I'm going to be taking backtrack and changing it to football game backtrack, and we're just going to talk about old football games like uh, NFL Football '94, starring Joe Montana. Oh, oh! Um, when, when you get to Tecmo Super Bowl three, uh, final edition for the Super Nintendo, can I be on that one? Yes. Awesome. Joe Montana, we'll sports talk up. football? Uh, it, it, NFL 94 was the one that I played when I was a kid. Yeah. And then we could go into the history of Madden. We'll do like one Madden episode a week. Kelly, I can't keep this up. I'm so bad at it. <laughs> You're not excited for NFL backtrack? NFL back. NFL back. NFL, NFL back in the pocket. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a better name. Actually. I know, I know just enough sports stuff to be to be dangerous. I I used to really like football, and I actually did play uh, Madden NFL '94 when I was a kid. When I was obsessed with football, but then I kind of grew out of it. And same here. I my grandma used to watch it a lot. In in the last year she was alive, like I brought her over every Monday night to uh to watch football with us and then since she passed i kind of just haven't watched football since. my dad so. and i watched all the bills attempts at the super bowl in the 90s Ooh, well, and that was them, a big huh? uh, four of them um, oh, four, right. and then um we were real excited this season uh it, it didn't work out again and i've never learned what all the terms mean i still don't know how to describe a football play when people talk about the terms and the and the nickels and the dimes and the backs and i don't know what means what and i feel like there's a I don't know if I would be better off learning it or not. I think it sounds cooler than it is if I just keep it a mystery. It is. Oh, okay, cool. That's a secret. That is the secret? All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I will tell you that the one time I went to an actual NFL game, it was it was just an exhibition game, but it was some of the most fun that I ever had. Um, it, it was a Chiefs game versus the Jaguars, actually, and I thought it would be funny to take one of my uh, leopard stuffed animals and walk around with it with a like I ca- caught a leopard. You know, ja- Jaguars mm-hmm. people wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. And the Chiefs cheerleaders were outside the stadium, like signing autographs and stuff, and they thought this was the cutest thing that they had ever seen in their life. <laughs> so I have a picture of sixteen-year-old me holding up. Uh, the stuffed leopard that's 
you know, hung on a noose. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know what? I was going to ask, did you hang it by a noose? But I was like, no, but maybe it's bad decorum. But OK. I mean, to well, be fair, that, you were 16. That, so. yeah, I, well, one, I was 16, two, that was before that. I mean, it was always bad decorum, but that was before people really cared. Mm-hmm. Um, and three, you know, people do crap like that all the time at football games. I mean, I w- watching some of the chief stuff nowadays with the uh, uh, oh god, let's just say I'm happy I'm not a former Redskins fan. Uh, the, the Washington Commanders. <laughs> yeah, Commanders now, um, and I, I have a feeling that the Chiefs are going to be next. Um, at least that I mean, yeah, they got rid of the Cleveland the Cleveland team and change that yeah. to well i mean i guess i'm native american so i can't say it I, they got rid of the indian name and turned it into um the the guardians the guardians gotta See, say it's an authority i would be happy if they just changed it to the kansas city wolves because that's already what their mascot is yeah that would make sense and you know they, they wouldn't have to get a new mascot costume and it would just be fine you know but oh boy that, that is what it is. Uh, yeah. The point is that I have a picture, really cute picture of me with the Chiefs cheerleaders. And th- that's about all I really do <laughs> do with sports. So it's funny when my, my husband and I go to my parents' house during the football season because my mom loves football. Mm-hmm. Or my mom and nephew love football. And they'll have it on. And I kind of turn into a different person when I'm watching football. And my husband's looking at me like I am a different person. It's like... I'm sorry. I used to be really into this. Why are we still talking about football? <laughs> sorry, Chris. Hey, you're the host. Get, get, bring us back in, man. Bring this back was in. an April Fool's joke, Kelly. <laughs> we went a little too far. We're sorry. That's okay. <laughs> this hey, is, of course, sort of RPG slow. Cast. That's our April Fool's. Nobody, once again, I'm disappointed in my website. Nobody wants to do um, April Fool's stuff this year. But that's the general consensus. Um, all WoW did was the thick patch notes again. But that's still something. I know. Limited run games put, I mean, for real, put um, the, is it Night Trap? I think like all, or one of those. For real? Like all the cutscenes on a Game Boy Advance card. And I think that's legit. I don't think it's an actual joke. Which is, Oh, I thought huh? that that was just a joke. Yeah, I saw, oh. um, whatchamacallit, um, Jeremy Parrish. This is actually not a joke. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I would legit do it. I think that's the way to go with that. Is like, yeah, see I it know. through, man. Yeah. If you could put Shrek on a, nope. on a Game Boy cart, why not? I mean, the, the, the kind of joke here with limited run games is that they're going to get anything done within two years. <laughs> As a guy who's... A year and some months odd out from um, pre-ordering one of their vinyl things, and and then they had the gall to uh, have you pre-order the the sequel to that game, vinyl soundtrack, while they're still in production of the first one. It's like, okay, thanks guys, thanks a lot. <laughs> I I know Anna told me when I was waiting a year for something that they COVID kind of gutted their shipping department, and I don't know if the work conditions are still like that or not. I don't know. It, it in my little community. It's not mine, but the community that I'm in of video game music on vinyl. It's a uh, limited run. Is kind of a joke now. Basically, it's like a well, we will buy from them if they are if they have it in hand. Effectively, like they're sort of done pre-ordering with a lot, them a lot now. Yeah, no, I, I don't blame you. I I bought my husband a the um, Monkey Island box set for Christmas, and I kind of 
ran it through him because you know I'm, I didn't want to spend two hundred dollars on a thing that he wasn't going to want. Yeah, and I knew it was going to take a while, so I just put the shipping uh, tag in a box and gave it to him for Christmas. And I said, "This is probably going to be out in June." It literally came out almost a year to the day from when I ordered it in December. So I could have not said anything had it been a secret. <laughs> just got it the next year for him. And just got it the next year for him. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. It took two, I think a little over two years for the uh, Scott Pilgrim um, collector's edition soundtrack to, to release. And that was sort of the, okay, I think we've all had enough of the limited run games thing, right? Well, so. it's because they take pre-orders now instead of uh, just doing the limited run thing like they'd been, but it's because people were scalping all the, um, the, the limited releases. So it, it became better economically for them to do the uh, print runs, yeah. but then that takes time. Mm-hmm. So I, I only do it with games I really want in my collection now. You know, st- stuff that means a lot to me, like Freedom Planet or um, Dust and Elysian Tale. Yeah, I think I think the last thing I got from them was one of the Castlevania collections. Did you get um, that like super big deluxe box of the Castlevania collection thing? Oh, Oh no, I I had no room for that, and there was nothing in that box that interested me. I got it just because I'm a sucker. So, and it's sitting there unopened because I'm like, you know what? When I got it, I was like, you know what? I, I don't I don't know that I really want this. I'm just gonna hang on to it for like four years and then just flip it for like a thousand dollars or something. <laughs> so, no, I think the most well, aside from the Monkey Island box set for my husband, I think the most expensive thing I got was the Dust and Elysian Tale Collector's Edition because it had the plush. Of the uh, fidget. little cat fairy. Yeah, fidget right. in it. And that was pr- pretty much it. I don't, I don't really think they put a lot of neat things in their box sets, to be honest with you. Not anymore. No. All right. No. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> Tangent here again. No, I'll yeah. just go play Diablo. You guys tell me when you're ready to go <laughs> on with the show. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's been a while since I talked to you, Jason. What have you played? Um, really, it's been a little nutty because my mom was in the process of moving, so I was helping her out with that. Um, so really, the only thing I've gotten to kind of sit down and play is Metroid Prime Remastered. I'm doing that for a, one of my own podcasts on my own site. Um, and I am kind of remembering now why I never finished it on the GameCube. It just feels like it's I'm not stuck good. In, well, there's that. And just stuck in scan mode constantly. It's Sorry, just like I know people love that game. It's just it's I, not I, I for do, me. Do, it is, yeah. I, especially like I like it's um, like well made too, and that's what bugs me. Like this is yeah. done well, and I don't like it. What's yeah, wrong with yeah, me? Like, I hate everything. It's like, I see, I see everything good about this game, and I still am not enjoying it. <laughs> It's like I'm sitting there. It's like okay, I should this like this. Well I well don't. Made. It looks nice now. It is just devoid of enjoyment for me. <laughs> I, I played that first game on the GameCube a long time ago and hurt my finger really bad trying to finish it Yeah. because um, of the lock-on thing. And that, that GameCube controller, when you're holding that trigger for a oh, really God. intense fight, yeah, uh, that can bring some pain. Yeah, that um, that I, I kind of forgot when I went back to play Pikmin a little bit, like just how much of a like a like a um effort it is to actually push in that trigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it. I don't know why people think that's the best controller. The GameCube one. I, uh, the button layout's real good. I, mean, I also I like, like the, the way it feels. I got small hands, so I mean, I like the way it feels. But yeah, just the uh, th- those triggers are a little too much. And then that yeah, the triggers that little D pad's a little little yeah. little much. So yeah. if you were yeah, gonna put I it out today, like... you'd need to alter it. I think with oh, yeah, some honestly. of the new technology and so. 
okay, here's a here's a tangent. I've been hearing things about Hall Effect sensor joysticks, and I don't know what those are, other than they're sp- supposedly really good. So I want to try those, and I don't know where I can go to try those. And do you have you heard of those? Mm-mm. Like people Mm-mm. upgrade their like Steam Deck and stuff with Hall Effect sensor joysticks. It's like it's okay. Well, it's a it's a it's a way of doing a joystick that's better than how they're done on like the switch which hmm. well that's, that's <laughs> i know that's a low much. bar right <laughs> Limbo, Chris. They, it uses magnets and stuff i think so it's like way okay. more precise oh is that what okay i think i have heard of that then yeah and okay. um it sounds really cool and i want to try it somewhere and so now you've got me thinking like what if we what if we did hall effects on the gamecube controller and and made the ultimate um you know monster console controller there you go. To not have a, quite so much resistance. An abomination the, of all the, the best buttons. things from all the all the co- controllers from everything. And and we'll even add on the little third um rail of the N64 controller just sticking off the side somewhere. Just Okay, just now you've gone mad with power, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's probably See, a bad when idea. I was finishing up Power Wash Simulator to help with the controls. <laughs> what a I I um I did gyro controls to Ooh. help alleviate some of that, um, just because it was easier to kind of shift around the Steam Deck than it was to constantly be having my hand on the uh, right joystick. And I realized that, that that game is meant more for a mouse and keyboard, not for con- a controller, but still. Yep. So in our in our monster controller, we got the Hall Effect joysticks. We've got we got to have like the precise rumble from the Switch. So you got to be a ice cube counting rumble. Um, you got to have the extra stick the, uh, on the N64. Um, you got to have. What about the uh, um, the uh, the trigger things on the uh, on the dual sense? Um, yeah, analog triggers for sure. Um, paddles on the back. Yeah. Um, okay. I've never got to have a touchpad on the front and the back. Oh God! <laughs> so, so it's a so it's a dual shock meets a Vita. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, remember the current DualShocks have a touchpad on them. So. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're just we're just copying that onto the back. It doesn't need to be made of glass, but it should be. Um. <laughs> <laughs> just so it, when it breaks, you have to buy a brand new. One. Well, we want the rumble to crack the glass eventually oh. over time. Oh. Okay. Good idea. Good idea. <laughs> I don't it's know. not a defect. It's a feature. Uh, I don't know. That's one of my, actually one of my favorite GDC talks. What making the most Frankenstein controller is that a thing? No, <laughs> and he so, was talking about LucasArts. Oh, okay. Because I want to go to that talk, <laughs> <laughs> and we actually made it. It's terrible. <laughs> it makes um, me think of the car homer <gasps> designed. Oh, you know what we need? Oh, this yeah. controller needs to have um the little the dongly Wii attachment just hanging off of it. You got to have a little oh. cable plug in. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> okay. So who do we get to make this monstrosity? Uh, we get Hori. We get uh, well, we dig Ben Mad Heck cats up right? out of the grave. Ben, Astro. No, Ben Heck, the the console modi guy. Who else would we get? No. Okay. Would you want Mad Cats to do it? You want? Well, well I, mean, yeah, I, 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 I think the shitty Mad Cats logo on there would be would be like this. Like the, oh, that's the a feature. Oh, I thought Mad Cats made good stuff. Now though. Do they? We need old Mad Cats. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. That's what we need then. Yeah. For nostalgia's sake. When I was cleaning my closet over the uh, winter break, man, I dug up some of those old PlayStation Mad Cats controllers. Oh, God. 
Because, <laughs> you know, I was a poor college student back then, yeah. so that was all Were I Were they all for. translucent? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says early 2000s. <laughs> so, the, the yeah, this controller's definitely got to be translucent. That's another okay. requirement. Yep. With with LEDs? Oh, my God. That's a great... That's a major innovation of recent years. It's got to have full you know RGB what? LEDs. Fully addressable. And it, and, it, and it lights up based on what button you press. No, it defaults to rainbow puke. And then it goes <laughs> faster the more buttons you press. Ooh, okay. Yeah. And it's sound sensitive at the same time. Just to drive you crazy and give you a migraine. And a seizure. Okay, great. We're being ironic, but both my Logitech oh, keyboard good. and mouse do that. I know. <laughs> that's we'll the thing. We're making fun of it. And you're like, um, I have something this that exists. Well, <laughs> that's the thing. All these things exist. We're just putting them together. Yeah, we're well, hodgepodge them. Well, to be fair, I like the LEDs on the keyboard um, just because it helps me see better mm-hmm. or see the keys better. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. And yeah. that's why you it need just, them to go in rainbow designs that go from one end of the keyboard to the other, yeah, radiating out from where you press the keys. That's what you need yeah. to see yeah. them better? Yeah, or do you so just need a white LED better, under the keycap to make no, the letter no, show up? you get a better up. spectrum of where your hand is in, in the heat of the action, Chris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Okay. Okay, I am really trying not to laugh through that stupid sentence I just said. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I have my work computer hooked up to um, two monitors, and I switch from my home computer to my work computer via KVM switch. So I actually have both uh, computers set up to have different colors on the LEDs. So you know so which know one you're connected to? Yeah. <gasps> That's yeah. really smart. Yeah. Uh, so my keyboard does that to different games so like Uh, diablo all the keys are red except the buttons that have skills on them (laughs) um wow i have it lit up for all the keys that are being used so oh it just does it for me on a lot of games so that's what i think is fun oh okay that's cool well the razor software just has that built in so like yeah um then you get a game that's not supported and it's real boring and you're like i don't want to mill it myself (laughs) do this for me (laughs) You're making me miss the uh, Steel Series Merc. Oh, uh, that that was the one that had the WASD pad out off to the side. Oh no, I love that thing. It it was so ergonomically perfect, and I'm mad that they've never made anything like that since. I have a Razer Tartarus, which is a left-handed gaming device, I guess. Um, and I never use it. I keep trying to get myself to use it, and I never use it. Oh, um, but okay, yeah, this monstrosity controller. Should we, uh, should we put a, uh, too we, small, uh, too small, a wire to it? Like the Famicom controllers? Uh, no, it's gotta be wireless, but we're going to okay. bring back Wavebird. <laughs> so, so, so when it's wireless, it's, it's rumbleless then, right? Oh no. People no. can walk in front of it. No, we're going to have both. We'll have, de- we'll have two <laughs> sets of battery packs, one for the wireless, okay. one for the rumble. Okay. Um, and then we okay. have, um, the the rumble is rechargeable and the wireless is double A's. So you have the worst of both worlds. No, no, no. Come on. Let's make it weird and make it like a C battery or something like that. Oh, you. Oh, okay. Um, How about watch batteries? Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. We do watch yeah. battery. No, we're no, it's going to be, it's got to be double A's. We're putting in the best features of everything until it's so <laughs> terrible by putting too many features together. So it's got to be mm-hmm. double A's and it's got to be rechargeables because people like each. So we got to have both. Um, and then uh, what are we? Oh, we got to put a chat pad on it. We need a keyboard somewhere. 
So you can chat right. with people. Yeah, like that. Oh, wait. So do we make it like super long? Like, um, well, I think um, it's got to be detachable. Like GameCube controller? You take off the N64 um, extended mm-hmm. thing, and then you plug in okay. the chat pad. Okay, kind of like the, the chat pad for the 360 controller. Yeah, and then you oh, take that off and put in the RAM expansion. Okay, okay, okay. This See, way you can, I, yeah. I thought ahead, the Kelly. worst one was the PS3 one because it was upside down. And you had to flip the controller around. Oh, to that type sounds anything. great. Uh, maybe I, maybe it's a virtual. It you know, we have the touchpad on the back already. Maybe it could be a virtual keyboard, and you but you have no hap and with haptic feedback, and you have to try and guess where the the letters are. No, <laughs> Jesus, we've gone too far, Chris. Yeah. Oh my God, I I looked it up. Look at this abomination. Hang on, I got to put it in. You, you Wait, did you word. actually make it already? No, I, they they had made. <laughs> the is it pre-orderable the, with um with limited run I, games already? I put it in the Skype chat. This is how I tried to play Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, Santa sorry. Maria. Yeah, this is how I tried to play Final Fantasy fourteen for a while, and it's like this sucks. I just I I ended up buying like a USB keyboard yeah, afterwards like, to be able to type. Oh, this thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that three sixty. Where did that go? Yeah, there we go, right on top. That's I love it. I love it. Just awkwardly out of. I'm torn between this and doing like the virtual keyboard because I'm not sure what's the worst experience. Why Um, not both? And not only that, that that key chat pad didn't even. That's an idea. It's it is both, but you need to attach this to activate the keyboard function on the virtual back pad. <laughs> oh yeah, the, 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 this, yeah. This is purely aesthetic. You can just look at it, so you have an idea. It gives you an idea of where the keys are. Where yeah. the keys are. That's yeah, perfect. Yep. Chris, what made that even worse was that the chat pad didn't even like attach to the to the um, controller itself. Like it, the it just sat there. It was does. wireless, right? Yeah, it was Bluetooth. Yeah. No, that's perfect. We have another we wanted more batteries. This okay. is where the watch batteries could go. Okay, 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 okay. I this is amazing. We've made we've we're, done something important today. We're doing God's work here, guys. We've proven <laughs> that we can't be trusted with anything. No. We've uh, obviously, a, an abomination. We have gone mad with power. <laughs> Kelly, what have you been playing this week? Oh, I finished up Valkyrie Profile. Or Valkyrie Profile 2, rather. Oh, um, yeah, I saw that. Cute game. Not as nearly as good as the first one, but it is still pretty fun. Is that why I never hear anyone talk about it? Yeah. Um, it, it pales in comparison to the it first It doesn't, game. like, have a great story conclusion versus... Okay. Well. Not, not really. Okay. It doesn't even have a great story like the first one, but no. I... I pulled through just because it had fun gameplay. So um, I, I finished that and I started up Trails to Azure. Um, I, I saw your wife talking about it for like two weeks before it came out due to doing the review copy. It's mm-hmm. like, I am so jealous and then ended up having to wait to play it anyway because I wanted to finish uh, Valkyrie Profile first. But she, she is right. That game gets you like right into the action. Um the, the prologue chapter is just nothing but c- combat. And then you, when you get to Crossbell itself, um, they already give you access to the fast travel system, and you're just h- hitting the ground running, doing requests and stuff, and that, that's been a blast. And I had been reading some of the funnier uh, treasure chest jokes to Vaughn as they come up. 
like one of them was uh, basically complaining about kids have it too easy these days. And it's like basically old chest yells at cloud. It was cracking me up. <laughs> um, that that game is really fun. I'm, that's probably what I'm going to be playing for the next couple of weeks. Though I, I did play something interesting yesterday. Okay. Was it Covenant of the Plume, the DS Valkyrie profile? <laughs> no. <laughs> F, sorry, we're on PG-13, not backtrack. F that game. <laughs> that game is terrible. I have heard oh nothing but terrible about it. So way back in the day when I played that, I got to the end, and that was when I would bring my DS with me at work and would kind of pick away at fights um, during, like, bathroom breaks and my lunch break. Mm -hmm. And I had been fighting the final boss, like, all day, and it had healed once. And then I got home, and I had it about to a third of its health left, and then it healed again. And Oof. I think I, I chucked you my DS You need to up your DPS. I don't to this day I don't know if it was a bug or a feature. I didn't care at that point. I was I was so angry. I ch chucked my DS on the couch. Um I said ask Vaughn where's the proaction replay and just yes. cheese, cheese the rest of the game cuz I wasn't going you to You made the again. game serve you. Yeah. More, more stuff for our uh, controller monstrosity. Let's mm. throw an action replay in. There. <gasps> yeah. That's a great idea. And it's got to be one of those Saturn ones. So it's got to be a giant cartridge, okay, and oh, with it its own watch battery. Locking that way too, then. Hmm. It also gets rid of region locking that way too. That's then. true. Look at that. <laughs> oh, Sorry, I Kelly. That. I completely derailed. No, <laughs> that's okay. Um, because because I uh the last game I played this week that's kind of a bit bit, bit a little bit of a big deal, guys. Did you know that Sega murdered Sonic? <gasps> Rip Sonic. Yeah. So are they focusing so, on a new character now? Uh, Is it time for Tails to get his own game? Tails needs to get his own D Detective Tails game. That's what I say. He got his own game technically, didn't he? On the, on the Game Gear. Yeah, uh, nobody likes those games though because yeah. they're very slow. <laughs> yeah. But no, so Sega, as an April Fool's Day joke, Shadow dropped a new game on Steam called T um, "The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog." And it is a visual novel slash – it's basically Phoenix Wright but with Sonic characters because, yeah, it starts out with – so you end up on a train and it's Amy's birthday and you're all doing a murder mystery to celebrate Amy's birthday. And the game takes about an hour and a half to play through. Mm -hmm. um, you're you're uh, kind of a nameless animal I don't know if it's a raccoon or a dog Or something It's just an animal that you name You're a tenu. and Yeah and and you're walking around with tails You are your own um, S-H -E blanky Sonic friend Yeah mm -hmm. uh, But but an indescript animal I have no idea what it's mm -hmm. supposed to be and you're walking around with tails trying to solve this uh, quote unquote murder mystery. But so you are the Maya in this scenario. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so you're like you're grabbing clues and stuff and trying to, you know, vet everybody's alibis. But un unlike Phoenix Wright, where he just kind of goes into thinking mode, when your character goes into thinking mode, you actually play a Sonic level. <laughs> like, like, a, like a 3d isometric sonic oh it's a 3d sonic though oh no, no your boy, brain boy, is broken like my friend john's worst nightmare. oh <laughs> please 
did, did any of you ever play Sonic Labyrinth on the Game Gear? No. Um, <laughs> well, I, would, I think I did, but like I tried, but the batteries died too quickly. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You got to the title <laughs> screen, the batteries died. So, so it's it's isometric and it's an auto runner, mm-hmm. and you just you have to collect. <laughs> You yeah. have to collect a certain number of rings. For this is worse than our come. controller idea. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking All right, about? You our have to get a certain number idea. of rings to unlock the idea in your yeah. head? All right. Yeah. Okay. And th- th- Sega knows what it's doing because they said that, you know, if you're an experienced Sonic fan, you're going to be fine. But if you're having trouble with these segments, just you can get good. turn on a gun. No, you can turn on a God mode to cheese them, and you can uh, adjust the difficulty for like to how many. Cheese an games. auto runner? Yeah. What? <laughs> okay. Because I mean, some right. of those running segments get kind of hard oh, towards boy. the end of the game. Uh huh. Um. So, so I put it down to about half difficulty to to um. So I I only needed half of the rings, and then it turned. Is out it one of those things better. where it's just it's mean because you have to know what's coming before you get there, and if you don't yeah. know, then it kills you, and then if you do know, it's just memorization, or Something is it random? Like that. I I think it's you don't know. You of... turned the difficulty down. You didn't care <laughs> yeah, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you made the game serve I mean, you. <laughs> they, they know what they're doing. They know that Kelly. The only one you gonna... cheated is yourself. Oh god. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're going to internet jail for that one. Sorry. <laughs> I, I cheesed a free Sonic game. Mm-hmm. Bite me. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, that was kind of the Sonic twist to it. Is that the thinking segments are sonic levels mm-hmm. um and i don't know if i want to spoil the rest of the game you shouldn't I mean, spoil it, it no let people play this yeah. weird it just thing. came out yesterday today so yeah. let's not spoil it quite yet i mean it's it's only an hour and a half long yeah i think uh, people can play it if they want <laughs> but I might all right. have are there chili dogs out. yes okay all right that's all okay. i needed to know yep there we i'm go. still not gonna play it but all right maybe There's i'll watch a, a streamer couple- do it <laughs> Chris, it's like literally an hour and a half. I don't long. care. <laughs> I just don't care. Kelly, our time on this earth is limited. <laughs> I, I, you know what I should do? I should find a VTuber play it. Give, okay, give it to Anna. Watch Anna play it. She might like it. Anna, are you she interested should... in the Sonic visual novel? She tagged it to her account, she says. so. <laughs> Anna, so I, I put that in our private chat, and Anna was like, oh, God, that's going to get taken down. Wait, it's official? <laughs> yeah, I kind of thought the same thing and I was like wait Sega actually made this <laughs> okay yeah if it was a fan game it'd be more interesting because they actually would kill Sonic um, no, I mean the fan game probably yeah but Sega kind of encourages fan games as kind of an F you to Nintendo oh nice yeah they, they came out and said that when Nintendo was taking down the AM2. Sega does what Nintendo don't Pretty much. Also, we greatly appreciate Nintendo as a partner and enjoy publishing on their systems. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, whatever. They're doing an FU to Nintendo. Meanwhile, they're publishing on Nintendo. Like, give me a break. <laughs> and, I mean, for a free visual novel, it it has a lot of production value and is very cute. Um, th- there's a, there's a running joke about you always trying to find uh, clues in trash cans. Oh boy, that 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 pays off next to the point. next to the hamburgers. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, that's Hamburger earthbound. Joke. <laughs> um, oh right, hamburgers. Oh, no, when you said hamburgers, I thought you were talking about the rice ball joke in Phoenix, oh, right? No. <laughs> Right. Oh yeah, see, see, Eat that your joke, burger, Apollo. There's that. Yeah, yeah. You've got Phoenix Ray and an Earthbound joke right there. Yeah. 
Um, and, and the music is very Phoenix, right? Um, that that kind of slow, jazzy music. Mm-hmm. That's Excellent. In Phoenix, right, games. All right, that yeah. that's making me more interested. I mean. When's it coming out on vinyl? That's what I want to know. What does that mean? How do you play a visual novel on vinyl? Oh my gosh, it's a choose-your-own-adventure game with a soundtrack. You turn on the record, and then you have to turn the page and change the track on the record as you... Oh, this is perfect. Yeah, yeah. This sounds sounds so clunky, it's it's right up my alley. Yeah. I mean, was it there essentially a CD choose-your-own-novel? There probably is. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah and yeah. and you could turn it and put the track on the repeat. There, that's why that's easier. But like, um, oh, yeah, you gotta get up can... and actually drop the needle on the correct track. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So we need to add vinyl to our controller somehow. Hmm. How are we gonna do that? But man, it it Sega put a lot of effort into this for a free game, and if they did a full Detective Tales visual novel, I would totally buy it just because of how cute this game was i mean the artwork is beautiful the story is clever and i'm just so glad that i played it and that sega just put put this out there for free as kind of a elaborate april fool's joke so that's that's my how is it an april fool's joke it's just a game i think because the way they advertise it like sonic has been murdered good and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, the end credits even said uh, April Fools. Mm. So yeah, I mean they they knew what they were. I mean, doing. I get that it is in their perspective. I just don't see that. It, I don't know if it works. But all right. Yeah, I don't think it's fooling anybody. Is the you're not fooling anybody? Yeah. It's just funny. Um, I'm gonna yeah. check it out. I I added it to my my Steam library, so I'll probably check it out. Hey, hey you can play it on your new Steam Deck. That I felt bad about recommending to you <laughs> why hey, you know what at least i got the thing and there hasn't been any new models released yet so what's so wrong? far this wait why why do you feel bad about it what's going well, on you remember you, you said you told me to do it because this way a new model would get uh, yeah and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah did it and it didn't get announced yeah so no, you I did it bad. wrong i feel like i took the plunge for everybody do it again <laughs> do it right me. keep buying well, them until they can bring out a new one you know what? I should have bought the top tier one instead of the middle tier one. Damn it, that's, that's what, what I did it wrong. is. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna keep this one and let it collect Got us, it. and I'll I'll spend five hundred something dollars full price on this on the on the yeah. There we go. All right. <laughs> I'm glad you're accepting responsibility for your actions. Absolutely. Well, Jason, I felt bad because didn't right after you make the take the plunge, you got an offer for like a bunch of really rare Konami vinyls. Um. What? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> so I. That's boy, a yeah. thing. Yeah, um, in the there was a there's a bunch of like old '80s Konami stuff, and I ended up buying a couple of them. So yeah, yeah, that just you wanted a vinyl. It's like gr- the Gradius soundtrack. You wanted or, a or vinyl pressing of a soundtrack from a digital game that only ever existed digitally and has no yes. advantage to being recorded analogly because it wasn't nope. created with real instruments to begin with. Exactly. Exactly. Just making sure I understand. Okay. No, cool. no, that, that, yep. that's, that's right. most of my stuff. <laughs> so I, you, you've, you've actually made it harder for me to understand your perspective now. All right, great, well, good glad job. I, glad I could. Glad yeah. I could help. All right. Yeah. All right. Cool. To be I, fair, I, I they feel... they do have they do have no. um, like rearrangements on some of these two that oh, also okay. do incorporate and the, a live band. So there. All right, some, that's different. That's different. Now, now we've got a live band at least, and mm. potentially rearrangements that aren't recorded anywhere else. Maybe. Oh wait, no, they were probably recorded on a CD because the oh, yeah. era yeah, these came tape. out in. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. okay. Now, cassette tapes are also garbage. So if you want to tell me you don't like the wobbly warbliness that cassette tapes get versus how records decay, I'd actually be with you on that one. Like cassette tapes degrade weird and it doesn't sound good. So yeah. I could see oh, preferring like- the analog or the yeah. record decay decay to a, a tape decay. So Yeah, tape tapes suck. Yeah. I- I was glad to move away from tapes. Eight track, it, however, that that's that, that reigns supreme. Let's get yeah, eight so track going. So as you're listening going. to it in the middle of a track, clunk, it switches tracks. <laughs> but, but no, Jason, I, I feel your pain because this week I was like, okay, I'm not going to do any major purchases so that I save money for my Osaka trip in mm-hmm. October, and then find out through leaks that apparently a bunch of Sonic Lego sets are coming out in April, in August. <laughs> well, so much well, for going to Japan. Yep. <laughs> like, Kelly's, well, <laughs> Kelly gets second mortgage. Mortgage. Why Sonic Legos came out? <laughs> Uh, that's what I asked Vaughn. Like, Vaughn, does Osaka have Lego stores? And he's like, they should. There's a Lego land. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> we need to learn how to ship things home from Japan. <laughs> <laughs> well, last time we just bought a, a couple of new suitcases. But that's because... Um, <laughs> Well, that's how you do it. How I to guess tell I, you're I doing it wrong? <laughs> we bought we we came home with more suitcases than we left with. <laughs> that's because that's Vaughn bought a bunch of manga. <laughs> <laughs> that's really expensive usually to take on the airplane, but I guess yeah, we, maybe it's easier than shipping. I don't know. We had to distribute. Shipping ain't cheap. I can tell you that. So one of the suitcases was so overweight, we had to distribute the manga in it amongst our other suitcases. <laughs> yeah, and. How many extra suitcases did you have to pay for? Just two. Just two? Okay. Yeah. So, and because there's a limit, not only of the weight of each suitcase, there's a limit to how many you can have even extra, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like you can check two per So you got to do all the math there. And anything over that, you're going to have to ship home. And you better have that planned out before you get to the airport because you're not going to be able to handle that at the airport as a non-native speaker. (laughs) We both decided that the soccer, that the Tokyo trip in 2019 was definitely a blow money. Oh sure, sure, stupidly sure. trip. Yeah, no, not a, trip. That's fine. I'm just saying, have a plan for how to get that crap home, which apparently you did. So the Osaka trip is going to be more sightseeing and doing touristy stuff. So no, it I'm isn't. Probably going to no. pick up some stuff. No, it isn't. Yeah, you you're going to so? buy shit. You're going to buy shit <laughs> so much. Buy so much. Let's be honest here. You're in Japan. You're in the place that makes all the things that they don't sell to you where you live. Of course you're going to buy stuff. Hopefully it won't be for suitcases first. Yeah, look at Vaughn. <laughs> Kelly. In the chat, it's like, yeah, we're going to buy. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, maybe maybe well, spend some time. You know what you could do ahead of time that will actually help is getting stuff out of your house that you no longer need so that you have room for the new stuff you're going to bring in. Ooh. Oh, we've been. Tr- I've been trying to do that there too. You go. It's just been kind of hard. Yeah. Um, I I found a place that might buy some of my old toys, but what um what doesn't get yep. bought? Well, when you get up, when you get over well. trying to sell it all, one eight hundred got junk has you covered. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I know some of the stuff like my vintage uh, Teddy Ruxpin is worth some cash. Oh yeah, don't okay. Um, yeah, that's oh wow. Speaking Kelly. of cassettes, wow. Yeah. Yeah, because they asked me, was it the cartridge one or the cassette one? I'm like, it's the, it's the cassette one. 
What's the cartridge uh, one? That's newer, right? Yeah. It was they just the made SD revi- cards or something? Or? No, it was the second revision that came out around the 90s that yeah. um, instead of cassettes used like it, some kind of cartridge. So you couldn't just put anything in there that you wanted. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. the, the fun like... part is making them say demonic phrases, right? So yes, absolutely. Well, no, the, the the fun part was uh, putting a Guns N' Roses tape in it because that was the only tape player I had when I was a little kid. Perfect. <laughs> I love so, it. Okay. and my my, my <laughs> Vaughn says we'd like to clear out space, but she likes some of those cats. <laughs> you can't get rid of the cats, Vaughn. <laughs> Are you talking about my stuffed cats or the actual cat? Cats? I, I'm pretty yes. sure he means the actual. He's going to say yes, isn't he? Why not both? Yeah, why not both? The, <laughs> yes, he said I'll, yes. I'll because I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the the black one I could kick out tonight. No, um, Alice is important. No, I, that that's the tuxedo one. I'm talking Zoro because he crapped in our bed right Aww. before we was going to bed. Aww. And I have I have no idea why because we literally just cleaned out the litter box. Is he having an issue? I don't he might know. Be sick. I think Don't be mean to Zoro. I don't think he's sick. I don't know what he what he was doing or if he got spo- You know what I think he happened? He got scared. Like, oh, yeah. I think the kitten was annoying him, and he didn't want to go back downstairs. Is what oh, it is. Oh, yeah, territory stuff. Yeah, scared so, stuff. Um, but yeah, and and I'm joking, by the way. I would never get rid of any of my cats. I know. Um, I I would I would take some pretty extreme circumstances, like somebody in the family dying before I would rehome any yeah. of my pets. Right, right, right. Um. We know, Kelly. Just, just, we know. Yeah. We know. Well, I'm making sure the audience knows. We cause... know. They know. We all know. Uh, anyway. The, <laughs> if anyone's listened to the show, what are we talking about? An episode, they know. <laughs> all right. So you're going to Osaka. Why are we talking about this? Uh, were you I just telling us what you were playing? It, it kind of de- devolved from there. I was talking about Murder of Sonic, and Jason said he was going to play it on a Steam Deck. We got to talking about the Steam Deck. I talked about saving money for Japan. Chris, what have you been playing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sweet child of mine. Wow. I, I just remember we were talking about Teddy Ruxpin singing Guns N' Roses. Um, yep. What else are we talking I about? Know, I know you've been playing Diablo. Oh, oh, what have I been playing? Yeah, I, I just got distracted this week and played more Diablo 3 and some PoE. And I settled into uh, Diablo 3. Um, I'm trying to do the Season 28 stuff because it seems real fun. Season twenty eight, you got it. Wow. Season twenty eight. <laughs> I remember when this came out, and you guys had been talking. You guys were talking season about just the mess it was. I did not do seasons like ten through twenty seven. So okay, <laughs> I don't okay. know. Like, it's been a while. So season twenty eight, they're doing some special stuff to like make you super overpowered, and um, then you can kind of just cruise through the maximum difficulty level of the game and as kind of like a farewell to Diablo three sort of thing. Um, and not that they're shutting the game down or anything, but they know that like, this is the big last rob before Diablo four comes out. So mm-hmm. yeah, I wanted to do some of that. So I'm doing a, uh, I'm doing a wizard on my PC and a necromancer on my switch. <laughs> Cause why not do both? <laughs> it may be a little bit too much Diablo three. I may not, I may burn out before I actually max out with either. But hey, I'm having fun for now. Um, I should get back into trails, but I haven't been, and that's what I've been playing, unfortunately. So nothing exciting. 
Have you been using the loot goblin amiibo I made you? No, and I should be. <gasps> Kelly, thank you for reminding me that I have that. Yeah. Yeah, I made a point to send you that one because that one was a bitch to find anyway. Yeah, I keep seeing that thing inside the the menus on the Switch, and I'm like, I don't have any of these, do I? And and that's a great way to uh, get some good gear early. Um, yeah. So the other thing is that I've been trying to do it solo, self found. Um, I'm I'm trying not to um, uh, boost by. Uh, tagging along on multiplayer games or anything so i'm not trying to get super overpowered i'm trying well i am but i'm trying to do it legit my way or the highway don't cheat yourself yeah i don't want to gosh don't cheat yourself forget it chris (laughs) (laughs) forget it uh yeah i better do that but i can't do it on pc but i'll do it on the switch thank you for reminding me kelly oh no problem I feel like there was something else I I wanted to I, I looked into if I could play the blue protocol beta this weekend, but it turns out you need to be invited to that and it's like Japanese only, so there's a lot of hoops to jump through, so I can't do that. And I think that's it for interesting video games for me and things I tried, right? Is there I installed something else, right? Right? I installed Grim Dawn, but I didn't start it. I thought about playing that one too. Oh, I tried Lost Ark. Oh, that that MMO? Yeah, it's an MMO that's kind of um Diablo style in its gameplay. Okay. Here just type Lars Diablo in the sheet, but Is this the Amazon one that yep. broke your PC? Okay. No, New World is the one that breaks your PC. Okay. I actually like New World. That's fun. <laughs> I'm just not in the mood for it right now. I burned myself out of my hardcore MMO phase. Um no, Lost Ark, I tried playing, and I said, this feels like a crappy Korean, um, not, sorry, Korean-styled MMO. I don't, I, I'm trying to think of a more respectful way to say that. This sounds like a crappy MMO that's free to play and tries to microtransaction you to death. And I, I just, it's got that weight on me that makes me feel like I should be ready to buy stuff in the store, and there's 8,000 currencies and menus and... And I'm not having fun doing quests. And I just want to go and kill monsters. So that's what led me back to Diablo 3. So there's just so many quests and cities to talk through and story cutscenes to skip. And it's like, this is probably fine if I was in the mood for MMO still. But now I'm in the mood for Diablo because of the Diablo 4 beta. And this is not hitting right, even though it should, because it's a game I haven't played that's got a Diablo-style combat. But forget it. I'm going back to Diablo 3. So that's what happened with Lost Ark for now. Yay. Um, I might be, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I might be going back to an older game later, but we'll we'll have a story about that. Um, I, I guess that means we're transitioning into uh, feedback. What about Jason? Oh, I talked Jason. about Metroid Prime already. Oh, you did, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we did. Well, forget <laughs> it then. Feedback. Yep. Feedback. Um. I just realized I plugged my USB into the wrong port that I usually do. Am I sounding robot Eh, it's fine. Yeah, no, okay. you sound fine. You're fine. Okay. Just making sure. It's slightly, um, but not <laughs> enough to be a problem. So I, I feel like we d- doomed something, because uh, last week we asked, what convention would you go to in person if you could? Well, you might not be going to any conventions anytime soon. Um. Tam answered, there's a few conventions I would like like to go to if I could. One, if there was ever an RP Gamer convention, I would totally go. 
Um, <laughs> would we have? Would we have that in Wisconsin? <laughs> I don't know where we would do that. <laughs> that's a good I mean, that makes question. Sense. It's middle of the country, so either, either that or either that or Florida, since a bunch of the people natively live in Florida. Mm. Um, to uh, Final Fantasy fourteen fans, that's I really wanted to go this year, but life got in the way. I'm sorry, Tam. Um, I, I I really wanted to go to E three. Womp womp womp. Um, so so top top of the news. And this is not an April Fool's joke, though. It, everybody kind of knows about this already, but for podcast listeners, E3 is canceled. Not because oh, it's What did it say on Twitter? <laughs> um, it said uh, Hedgehog People still care about us. <gasps> People still care about us. That's what it said. Uh, yeah. So th- they pretty much canceled because everybody pulled out nearly i think there was like at least one story a week that was <laughs> let's like, see the quote is check the quote did not garner the sustained interest necessary to execute it in a way that would showcase the size strength and impact of our industry in other Nobody words it was, was gonna coming. look real pathetic yeah, <laughs> yeah. it would have looked like me throwing a birthday party when i was like 13 and nobody shows up it would have looked like when a friend of mine tried to have a horror convention in march and nobody Practically nobody showed up. Hope you didn't buy air tickets. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. So I wonder if if um, all the companies are just going to have online presentations at around that time. I mean, oh. that's what a bunch, bunch of people sure were doing seems in that the past. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they've been sort of doing it around E3 anyway. So it just seems like sort of the good time of the year to do it. So you might as well. And then if they're just not being forced to congregate into one sweaty stinky uh conference hall then yeah maybe maybe this is the way it go is going forward i will uh, again miss the opportunity to ever actually go to one of these e3s and the uh i will forever miss eight four plays uh hype train your e3 hype train but yeah. well, maybe not forever hype train! Come on, the train. <laughs> anyway um yeah yeah i mean I, i'm sad because you know during the summer, I would get those really thick issues of GamePro that had all the E3 coverage, and mm-hmm. but magazines are no longer a thing, really. And yeah. I, I, I like the online presentations better. I like uh, live chatting with uh, Chris and Anna and Josh when I had Nintendo Directs going on. Um, it's just more fun that way. So... Uh, F and chat for E3. <laughs> um, now, speaking of um, panels or uh, not, not panels. Is it gone forever? Well, they're saying they're, 2023. Okay. They're not saying forever. So I, I think they're yeah. leaving themselves the door to just say, we're not going to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> I don't need this convention anymore. Vultures are circling. Um, but but as far as con- conventions people go to, uh, mm-hmm. PAX East was last <laughs> week, um, and Final Fantasy 16 had a panel that provided more details about the game. Um, it was producer Naoki Yoshida and localization director Michael Christopher. Yep, the same two people who do all the Final Fantasy 14 things. Yeah, um... There's a bunch of different screenshots and footage about it. Um, 
the, the, the YouTube video says, yes, you can pet the Torgle, a.k.a. the wolf that I guess is in your party. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, pet it by accidentally hitting it with his sword. It was great. <laughs> um, when When is 16 supposed to come out? June 22nd. So. I'm excited. I think it'll be good, but whatever. We'll see. I need a PS5 first, so remodel. Come on, guys. Remodel. Oh, is, it PS, is it PS5 only? Yeah. I is, isn't it? Mm. Um, I think they even said it's like PS5 exclusive for at least six months. And then it, I think it might go to Epic. But no one knows. For this sure. is a really good Q&A. Um, it seems like way too much info about a game before it comes out. A single player game. Like, why don't we just wait and let the game come out do we really need a panel talking about everything about the game before it comes out but all right whatever yeah, absolutely yeah. um I, train. people I've love been, to see yoshida talk so i i don't blame them it's fun i mean I, i've been trying not to watch too much stuff about it because i don't want to go in with an expectation um i mean i'm a huge final fantasy fan i'm sure i'm gonna love the game but people have been kind of poo-pooing on the art style of this one and i just want to for my own opinion, you know. You can give him a treat too. Ooh, his paws treats. are really big. He'll That's grow into him. It's a cute puppy. I just realized he looks like Wolf Link. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe he I is Wolf that. Link. Secret crossover. Um. Also, I wonder if they're going to have those plushes that they're petting available, or if those are just generic wolf plushes. Anyway, um, do you guys want to play more classic Dungeons and Dragons titles? No. Boy, do I? Well, they they have been released on Steam and GOG, and you get such classic titles like Dragon Strike. Uh, oh, yeah, that one. This looks terrible. Spell, <laughs> Spelljammer, Fantasy Empires, Deathkeep, and Silverbox Classics, which includes Heroes of the Lance, Dragons of the Flame, War of the Lance, and Shadow Sorcerer. And, yeah, isn't one of those, like, famous, the really famously bad one on Nintendo? I don't know. These all look terrible, so (laughs) fill me in on which one is the bad one. Yeah, these, um, these kind of early D&D bad I mean, the they graphics are, it's hard. Like, you need yeah. someone to say, this is a good one, trust me. Because the graphics look so bad nowadays with our spoiled yeah. modern expectations. So, You know what? Take the money that you were going to spend on these and no, go no, see no, them. No, 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 no. Okay, you're going to say go see the D&D movie instead. Yeah. But yeah. that doesn't mean these are all bad. They're just dated. Yeah. I'm just saying, your money is better spent going and seeing the D&D movie, because Vaughn and I went yeah. to it last night, and it was very good. I don't um, believe you. World's better than the original one, and I know that that's a very low bar, but I, I think they <laughs> pulled it off quite nice. Are we getting a Goblin Slayer game? Yes. So, based off of the uh, really dark anime Goblin Slayer... um. It's a tactical RPG um, planned to release on PC and Switch later this year. Um, looks like an isometric tactical RPG. I, I watched this trailer earlier this week. Um, but yeah, you're you're playing as the main character known as the guild, guild master. And There's a bear tra- in your party. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just for some reason a bear, huh? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and a I, dragon. I know. All right. Can you give it cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> My bear got into a ton of skooma. See what happens. <laughs> there we go. Um, when was this supposed to release? It doesn't say release date, just that it's happening. So uh, you can look forward to that. I have never played or I've never watched Goblin Slayer. I've heard that it is dark and disturbing. Um, oh, this is the big news this week. So we got a 10 minute gameplay demonstration of Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, a.k.a. Uh, MacGyver Link, because the big thing about this game is that you stick stuff together. I like to think of it as a, a Zelda nuts and bolts. <laughs> well, yeah, because in the demonstration, you see him build a raft out of some logs and uh, some wind turbines, which I thought was kind of kind of neat. And what, what Vaughn and I think is going on is that I think they were surprised about kind of the stuff that people were doing for mobility. Like, apparently you can build a flying machine with in the original game with uh, Octorok balloons. But um, you can do it, but it's real yeah. janky. <laughs> or you know, some of the uh, vi- videos of pe- people using the, gosh, what is it, the momentum thing, where you stop time, hit a thing a few times, and then jump on the log and just go flying. Um, I I think they kind of didn't expect a lot of that to happen, sure. and when they saw it happening, it's like, well, crap, let's lean into it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Give Link a Sekiro arm and go for it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well said, Chris. So, so, so Vaughn and I are curious, like, if you could take a branch and just keep attaching branches and make a super branch. What does why, that not mean? Just put the master, why not just put the master sword on the end of it? Well, somebody, there's an image here of him sticking a stone to the end of a sword and just using it to yeah. swing. <laughs> yeah, he was in the, the video. He was beating up somebody that way. Yeah. Um. Some of the other powers that they showed off is that you're going to be able to go up through ceilings, which is going to make uh, climbing mountains a lot easier if there's a cave. Um, There is a time rewind mechanic, which is apparently how you get to some of the islands or the sky islands. Mm -hmm. Um, There's Parasailings. Yeah. Um, You're basically like flying through the air in one of the areas and (laughs) <laughs> the whole thing got me nostalgic for wanting to play through uh, Breath of the Wild again, to which I think at some point I might boot up my Switch save file and finish that game or that version of the game because I never finished the Switch version. I mean, I didn't finish it on either. Oh, yeah. I, um, I'm, I'm through I three Divine Beasts. I got through three Divine oh, yeah. Beasts and never finished. And people were mad that that your weapons still break. Oh, and the new um, one? Yeah. Yeah. I Really? I the number one thing people complain about and they kept that? Wow. All right. I even didn't think that was that bad. I just was picking I, up weapons. I all know, the time. but it, if like people complained about something, I feel like that was the thing. So why would you keep that thing? That that's a good question. I do not know. I mean, it seems I, to be I, one of the most like longest running i guess like the one with the most tail on it as far as like people still playing and talking and talking about it and creating content for or about mm-hmm. basically so mm-hmm. i you know despite like what the internet the very vocal internet says there obviously is something to it and they just like well this upset some people but why take it out i feel like as the game went on it definitely 
kind of became a little less thing, uh, less of a thing. Like I, you know, you get the more durable stuff and then, yeah, it was kind of crappy to have to go and, you know, like, Oh crap. Well, my sword broke in the middle of this thing, but you know, it's just, I don't know. Just for me, it became just part of the game. I just didn't really, yeah. didn't really mind it after a while. It bothered me at first, but as, like once I put like five hours into the game, I was kind of like, Oh, whatever with this soon cares. Like it just encourages me to try different stuff. Listen, I just want a master sword that doesn't break. Yeah. It yeah. Doesn't. yeah I'm it, with you. It just, Depowers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it breaks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It basically breaks. And then you just got to wait for it to come, which is just like, come on, really? The master's heart. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like I get being okay with the rest of the weapons, but like once I get to the master sword and powered mm-hmm. up and stuff, it should, it shouldn't depower. Like, just let me have a weapon. That's like my weapon. I want to go on an adventure, me and my weapon and my horse. And uh, I don't know. Go and save one, the land, and that's not what this game is, and I shouldn't care that much. <laughs> one thing Vaughn and I noticed was when in the video when he basically made oh, the uh, the the hammer out yeah. of a branch and a rock, that the branch said that it was no longer about ready to break, which then made me wonder, like, is that Ooh. technically repairing? Mm-hmm. Seems like that's. Yeah, to which if that's the case, if you can just like have an infinite weapon by sticking stuff together, that could be a thing. I don't know. Um, I, I might boot up the original Breath of the Wild later on tonight because I've got I ordered some bootleg amiibo cards. Um, so I was I was gonna make my own Zelda uh, NFC cards at one point because I even though I have every Zelda, Zelda NFTs. Yeah, I, even though I have every Zelda amiibo, you know, fa- famously last time I had them all in a bucket that I would scan. The amiibo and, bucket. Uh, yeah, it, it's still there. Um, but it's like, I don't feel like messing with this anymore. So I was going to buy some NFC tags and just make my own. And then I saw that people were like selling their own sets um, and the style of the Animal Crossing cards. And I picked up a set that's like, that was like 11 bucks. That's about the size of those tiny novelty playing cards you buy at truck stops. And they're supposed to get here today. So I'm curious how well that's going to work. Um, you know, because, you know, you read some of the Amazon reviews and people are like, well, these, it, it, I got faulty tags or whatever. But I figured if the, it didn't work, I would just return it. But a lot easier to deal with anybody cards than uh, a bunch of amiibos. Yeah, little statues that are kind of hard to yeah. get out of a bucket and then place back into a bucket. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's basically what I would do. I would dump them all out on the couch, at the side <laughs> of the couch, and then as I scanned them, put them back into the bucket. And then Vaughn was playing the game at the same time, so I'd bring the bucket upstairs and be like, "I'm done scanning. Here you go." So much easier to deal with. Um, the other news, uh, they're c- coming out with a Tears of the Kingdom Switch OLED, as well as a Pro Controller and a carrying case. Um, Vaughn bought himself the uh, OLED because he wanted to upgrade. Nice. nice. Yeah. It's um, nice. I uh, talked myself out of it. I, I was just like, I but at this point, now that I've got yeah. this new monitor, it's like, no, we need, we need the AMOLED, or we need the QD OLED for the Switch. That'd be even better. I, I mean, personally, I like the Pokemon one a little bit better. Um, I don't, I don't know the Joy, <laughs> the Joy Con. Is that what you this, got? Yeah, I the got Pokemon, Pokemon OLED. Okay, because uh, red and purple. I are my have two the favorite. standard bog, oh, okay. standard white OLED. 
Yeah. Oh, I like the the design of all the starters on the back, and red and purple are my two favorite colors, so yeah. it was perfect for me. Yeah, Seems good. Seems yeah, like a good fit then. And and plus this this uh, Zelda one isn't gold enough for my taste. Isn't gold it, enough? <laughs> you want that or it's, you want gold cartridge style? All right. Yeah. Either that or it's a bad photo. I can't tell. I don't know. V- Vaughn will get it and be like, "Oh wow, this is really gold." And I'm like, "Damn it." <laughs> Uh, well, Chris, I had a thing about collecting gold controllers for a while, uh-huh. and I don't know if they ever made a. Wait, they did make a gold DualShock Four. I don't think they've made a gold DualShock Five yet. Dual Sense. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's the Breath of the Wild. Disney. So you're you guys... saying we can pitch our controller to them as the Dual Sense Five? Uh, that's gold colored. Yeah. Like a translucent yeah. gold. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Oh God, <laughs> let's not do this again. Uh, were you guys excited about Tears of the Kingdom? That that video kind of sparked my interest. Uh, sure. I just I'm I'm at the point where I'm just waiting for a review. Like, does it turn out good? Is the story interesting? Why didn't they have Zelda playable as a main character at this point? But. Apparently, I'm I'm just a terrible person for wanting that, according to I, Zelda fans. I've gotten weird. Like, this is the one Zelda, like, I think ever that I have just had, like, no hype for at all. Like, I, I'm, I I'm know ready I'll for something eventually. different. <laughs> what was that? I'm ready for something different. I'm like, yeah. just turn turn the formula on its head. Give me something else. <laughs> I mean, Breath of the I mean, Breath of the Wild. I know Breath of the Wild was, did but, that, I mean, it was also but like, heart, I it, want a narrative change first. now. Oh, oh. I don't know if I want a Zelda story game. God. <laughs> no, not a narrative. See, I just want a narrative change. Like, I don't oh, okay. need to see Link killing Ganon again. Like, just change this stuff up let's let's go crazy you've already got the you've changed the gameplay with breath of the wild let's change the story a bit let's let's explore let's do something new and i guess we're focusing on physics playground which is fine but not interesting to me so i'll leave it to the people it is interesting too which I just, is just, I just not me want to link i just want to link between worlds on the switch okay yeah yeah i love that game it's my second favorite zelda game i think yeah that that sucks that that's stuck on uh 3ds the, yeah the now dead 3ds um because i you know i think they could easily uprise that and port it and just not do any of the second screen stuff the, the, that that game did kind of utilize a lot of 3d didn't it yeah but you don't need it like no. i i played it through without because i get a headache for when i when i would turn the 3d on for any substantial amount of time more than like a half hour and so i just played through that whole game i think the only one i really remember that really benefited from the 3d was i think it was on death mountain where you had to like drop down onto these like moving platforms or whatever and the 3d helped but you, you know you can get by without that yeah i i think i know what you're talking about and yeah that that definitely helped it, it was one of the few games that i played where the 3d actually felt like stuff popped out of the uh sc- screen or rather you was like looking at an actual di- at an actual diorama Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff and I thought that was neat but yeah they they could easily put that in the uh, Link's Awakening engine Monk but, Happy has an idea in the chat room play as a repentant Ganondorf trying to uh, atone for all the damage he's done I can't imagine Ganon so he has to clean repentant. up the dark world <laughs> oh no Dan- Ganondorf land. and Sylvanas are going through the maw fixing everything <laughs> 
um, Curve Games is publishing a game called Goblin Stone. Uh, this is a turn-based roguelike dungeon crawler set in a world where goblins and orcs have been hunted to near extinction, and uh, I guess you're trying to change the fate of the species. <coughs> and wow, Sorry I'm about that. looking yeah. at the artwork. These are cute little goblins. That That is adorable. It does look neat. Uh, Giant Rat King. There we go. Oh. See, when I think Rat King, I don't think of a rat with a crown. It's a rat with a crown, which is, in my mind, that's what a Rat King should be. Mm-hmm. See, I, I always thought a Rat King was a rat that was uh, a bunch of rats that was connected together by their tails. Okay, oh. I like that idea, too. <laughs> I like that yeah. idea, too. It's it's a real thing. Look it up. I don't want to. Th- um, I don't want to. Um, Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis adds the Slayer class and a Chapter 5 story. So, um, Chapter 5 content is going to release on April 5th, and Slayer the Slayer class will be available on April 12th. This is a new range class that uses the new gunblade weapon type. So, do you shoot the blade on the gun? Yeah, so, like, like here's here's a a Diablo-style loot game that I should be back into, but didn't even come on my mind. Didn't even come to mind when I was thinking about that this week. Oh, yeah, you do shoot the blade. That's kind of neat. I, I forgot, was New Genesis the one that I rage quit or just regular Genesis? You, you did the regular PSO2. Okay. New Genesis wasn't out yet. Is there a way to uh, very uh, briefly describe what the difference is between the two? Because I've oh, thought I about getting it. into it. New Genesis okay. is the quote-unquote sequel. So oh. it's where all the new features and development is happening. So it's PSO2 2, yeah. basically? Okay, yes. gotcha. Mm-hmm. Not confusing at all. Mm-hmm. No, not in the least. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I was a little like, PSO I, I saw this and just the, the color scheme on the characters there kind of caught my eye because it's just sort of like, it was kind of go with like black and yellow or whatever, neon some sort. And I saw that and I was like, oh, maybe I should play this now that I have a Steam Deck. And and then I it's saw those free. two versions. Give it a go. Like, what, what am I doing? <laughs> so, yeah, maybe I give that a shot. Um, Forspoken's Intanta We Trust DLC is launching in May, um, specifically on... Uh, May 26th, though, if you have the Digital Deluxe Edition, you can access it on May 23rd. All Um, 12 of you. Yeah, this takes place 25 years prior to the events of the game, um, as Frey is transported to the Purge of Redding, a battle that devastated the world. Uh Uh-huh. It's a lot of nonsense words coming up here. Everyone hates this game, right? So we don't care? I, I don't know. It depends on who you talk to. I've heard some people say that it's fine. Okay, good. Oh, DLC then in May. Um, if you guys missed out on um, what is it, live a live, live a live, live a live, live a live. Um, if you guys missed out on the Switch version of live a live, I have good news. It is hitting uh PC and PlayStation next month. Okay. All right, I like that. How so, much? Um, fifty bucks. What? So I'm stick with you, my Switch version. Though, <laughs> so if you get it now, what? you can get a twenty percent discount. Why no, is this fifty dollars? Why did you tell me that? Um, I can save money if I buy it now. Mm. I already own it, but that—that's how they get you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, people like me that are part is of the it problem. worth fifty bucks? People who've played it. I don't know. I bailed on it, but I think it came out like a week before a new Trails game. So, don't quote me on that. 
I mean, if they did a bunch of work in the remake, then I guess that's something. But Yeah, I need to check it out when I've got less games to mess around with. Um, it comes out on April 27th. Oh, yeah, give me a break, Mo Cappy. I thought it was forty nine ninety nine. Don't you get on? It's fifty dollars. That's fifty dollars, and I won't yes. call it forty nine ninety nine. Um, something that interested me greatly this week: Fuga Melodies of Steel, the original game, gets an update that added some quality of life features. So famously, I said that my biggest complaint about that game was that it, the tank sections were way too slow, like going from uh, section to section on the map. Mm-hmm. Um, they added a turbo mode that basically doubles the game speed. Oh, that made Final Fantasy VII playable for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's going to make this game playable for a lot of people, too, because I, I was doing New Game Plus a lot, and oh. it was taking me... It was taking me longer to longer to get from place to place than it was to finish fights. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, so that doubling the play speed definitely helped. Um, they did some UI tweaks. Um, they gave you, for some reason, when you went to switch characters in battle, you couldn't see the uh, enemy stats. So they give you they they give you binoculars to actually look at the enemy stats now, so that you can actually you know see what you need to change to. Oh, okay. And um, they they also added a sort of new game plus mode where you can start a save file from chapter seven with all the children still alive, so that you have an easier time trying to get the true ending. Anna's very excited by, about that. Yeah, I think by chapter seven it, you'll have recruited everybody. Um, another reason, another reason for this update, they are having uh, bonuses that carry forward to the new game that releases on May eleventh. Um. Not really big bonuses, but like an in-game jukebox, uh, costumes. And- I mean, this is a big update for a game that's like about to be replaced with its sequel, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like a lot of work went into it for very little return. Well, they have been discounting that first game pretty much everywhere except Steam, where I kind of wanted to pick it up again. Because mm-hmm. So this this comes out a day before Breath of the new Zelda comes out, right? So what I planned on doing was playing Zelda on my Switch and just getting this game on my Steam Deck and just kind of swapping back and forth. Mm-hmm. I played the first Fuga on my Switch, so I was like, well, there's no carryover, so I'm not worried about it. And then they announced carryover. <laughs> Sorry. Like, you can't be kidding me. So Thanks. If, Thanks a lot. <laughs> it, yeah. If the Steam Tanks version a lot. Goes, yeah. If, if the Steam right version Sorry, goes Chris. on if if the Steam version goes on sale, I'm going to pick it up and play through it again just to refresh my memory about the story and get a clear data. Um, otherwise, I'll probably just be e- either not worry about the clear data or be switching back and forth on my Switch. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I am very conflicted because I'm going to want to play both games right away. I, I might blow through Fuga 2... And just kind of pick up Tears of the Kingdom when it comes out. We'll see. Um, I know, first world problems. Too much stuff to play, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just sort of the era we live in now with, you know, 40 years of video game history behind us. And, just, yeah. yeah, all the digital availability of everything now. Is just and like, now, oh, you know, chat GPT, make us a new game whenever we want. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Didn't a bunch of game companies come out recently this week saying that they weren't going to allow AI art and their okay concept art anymore? 
Okay. Yeah. Um, that that's a whole other tangent. Uh, this is relevant to you, Chris. Path of Exile opens the Crucible and a- a- I saw the live stream of this. So I guess the Crucible focuses on a combination of combat and crafting. Yeah, it's the it, the Crucible's their new season that's coming up next week, and yeah, they give like weapons are going to have upgrade trees because you know there's one thing you needed more of in Poe is upgrade trees. <laughs> so here's some more upgrade trees. So the idea of this one is you can make really overpowered weapons, and um, some weapons you can also turn into currency if you level them up all the way, so it gives you a thing to do with your old weapons. And anyway, yeah, so there's all sorts of crazy, broken stuff that you should be able to make uh, this season that's coming up. Um, There's so much else. There's like, what else was there? Forget that. Uh, Go ahead. Is this sphere grid that's in the screenshots in the article the weapon sphere grid or just the normal sphere So the grid? one that says Atlas skills on the top? Yeah. yeah so that yeah. is that is a, a grid they added that's not your skill grid. That's a different one for your skills. This one is for your mapping. So this upgrades the rewards you get while doing endgame content. Oh. And you can kind of gear what sort of rewards and progression you make in the end game towards certain expansion features from past expansions. Cause they're all in the game, the base game now. So if you want to do certain content related stuff and get lots of drops related to that and, and events related to that showing up in your end game progression, you can kind of gather guide your um, skill point allocations here towards that. It's, it's super spreadsheety, and I don't know the correct, the meta me- ways of optimizing this at all. I, I just yeah, know it's like a thing now. Look, looking at this, realizing that it's just a loot grid just makes my my lips foam at the mouth. Like, I can't handle all that. And then the, the, the one, two images later, that's just the, looks like a skill tree, just a regular skill tree. Oh my um, God. This one over here is the regular skill tree, yes. Okay. So this uh, regular skill tree, they're upgrading some of the nodes that... Um, so there are these nodes on the skill tree where if you get all the things in the circle surrounding them, you uh, you can unlock the thing in the middle. And then there are multiple points where they show up, and they each let you... Each one of them lets you take one of the skills in this list. So you can kind of go towards like these mastery builds so like this one is an armor and energy shield mastery build and so you can kind of target those nodes in the various points around the map if you want to get multiples of these checklist items to boost your armory and energy shield stuff yeah it's yeah (laughs) it's crazy kelly it's a little intimidating to look at (laughs) i know is it like pokemon where you can just tree into stuff and you'll be fine but if you want to bend max then you have to you can you can break your build and not be able to get i mean you'll be able to do like the story of the game but you won't be able to progress far into end game if you make a bad build oh uh, okay well yeah i'm probably out on that then yes but there's here. so many build guides so the problem is they're all like half hour long videos <laughs> Because there's a lot to think about, right? Like, well, yeah. Especially when you're new to it. When you're when you're familiar with it, you're like, okay, I need these two charts, and if you to give me a basic rundown of the gameplay, you can have a build communicated to you in like five minutes. But when you're new, you like, I don't know what these charts are talking about. What, what you're doing? What what upgrades? What what is this thing? I don't know this word you just said. So when you're new, it's real intimidating. 
once you're used to it, it's like, I need your path of building file. I need to know your passives and your, your skill, your Atlas skill chart, and uh, I'll be good to go. And I'll, I'll make some tweaks to your build along the way that suits my play style. <laughs> but you gotcha. have, you have to go, you gotta f- get familiar with the game to get to that point. <laughs> gotcha. You have to so, get so, good before you even get good. You gotta good. get good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta make... So it's all about making lots of characters. It's not about, like, having one character be perfect from the get-go. Right. Um, and, and, like, to the point where you have builds that are considered league starters. So, like, you start with this build that's just to get you um, through the end game and collect a bunch of basic legendaries and stuff to then go make your actual character that you want to push hard on. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think I'll stick with Diablo for now. <laughs> uh, it's really cool. No, <laughs> I'm excited no, for I the mean, new. I'm excited for the new season. I like that stuff. <laughs> you know, it, this is what I like about like Disgaea games is that kind of min maxing stuff. But you know, g- g- coming into a game that's been going for what? How long has Path of Exile been running? I mean, that's been ten years. Yeah, uh, that's just see that sphere grid is just a little intimidating. Yeah. Is all. Yeah. <laughs> um, do, do you guys want to make your own RPG? No, I, oh, I can't catch up wait. on the ones that already exist. I was gonna say I I, I I attempted that on the PlayStation, the original PlayStation, when I was like nineteen, and my memory card deleted, and I was like, well, I give up on game design. <laughs> yeah. Um. So RPG Maker Unite was supposed to release next week, but then it got delayed, and there's no. Hey, uh, that's part there. of the RPG making experience. Yes. <laughs> Just keep delaying it. I also didn't realize that it was a developer called gotcha gotcha games that was making this which you know that's a terrible name for mm-hmm. a game company yeah um yeah it, it almost just reeks of we're we're totally not a scam yeah sure you're not um final fantasy 14 ascends of the dark throne with patch 6.4 i assume that there's uh stuff going on in this that like new story well let's see there's new story content um Hildebrand Adventure Side Quest, um, further Mandevril Weapons and Splendorous Tools, uh, new dungeon, new new trial, um, the next tier of Pandemonium Raid content. Uh, basically, you're getting a whole bunch of new stuff. And uh, apparently Storm Stormblood's free right now for up to 96 hours. They released the third. Get- oh, wow. Oh, right now. Okay, so it's a temporary thing. Okay. Yeah, I keep getting new, uh, or I keep getting emails about it. Uh, Seems good, yeah. (laughs) This update will increase the level cap to 80? Was was it 70 before? What? Oh. You Uh, need some context on this one. Hold on. Let's let's see. Or is this this is job adjustments for both PVE and PvP? It's adjusting Blue Mage to eighty. So oh, Blue, Blue Mage, Mage always gets updated later in the expansions. So that's okay. it's all di- Blue Mage is weird. Okay, so, I don't okay, even want to get into it because I don't fully understand it. But like Blue Mage has its own list of content it's able to do, which is not the same as a regular job. <laughs> just just don't worry about it. Blue Mage is a fun thing for you to do after you've mastered like your regular job and are bored playing that. Then you go do Blue Mage, and that's that's its own fun set of stuff. Gotcha. Um, also, as an amusing April Fool's Day joke, r slash wow on Reddit is doing nothing but posting 14 stuff. Excellent. So 
I checked and R slash Final Fantasy fourteen isn't doing it the other way yet. Yeah. That was early this morning. They didn't though. coordinate then. Yeah. Final Fantasy coordinate. XIV online. Perfect. We're leaving while and joining the weebs. Wow eleven point <laughs> All right. That's not bad. Ooh, wow eleven point oh patch notes. I didn't see these. All cooldowns should now be off the G C D. Good job, guys. Oh, I thought this was the different patch notes. I don't know. In the interest of reaching out an olive branch to Blizzard, we have prepared the following patch notes in an attempt to find a middle ground. So so this is the Final Fantasy XIV folks on the WoW subreddit (laughs) figuring out, submitting patch notes for WoW to implement to make it more like Final Fantasy XIV. Triple Try is now available (laughs) in-game. Okay, when I saw this at the top, I thought it was the fake patch notes from Blizzard, not their own version of the patch notes. And this is hilarious. Uh, Mecha Nubs have been removed from the game. Nobody liked them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> cool Terran humans will now be ro- ro- I can't pronounce that. Rugged and sea wolves to maintain their pirate identity. All I, mounts I, I fly. Don't... Yes, even that one. <laughs> I love uh, Worgen will find themselves logging in as Hrothgar if they want to be furries in combat while yuck their yum. <laughs> Feral druids have been removed from the game. None of you liked us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Balance druids are now dancers. We're tired of the raid team giving you all the buffs. Now you can buff everyone else. Volpera are now known as Mikote. Now you could be even sexier. Oh. That one. <laughs> That was the best. Pandaren one. will now be known as Mikote. We must preserve the cute factor. Jack Fear <laughs> will must will now be known as Aura. We must preserve the hot factor. All right, let's. <laughs> blood elves are now Viera. Let's be real. You only rolled blood elf because you wanted to be sexy and Viera are hot. Yep. Zandalari trolls are being removed. The only reason they were in there in the first place was so trolls can stand up straight, and main trolls will be have their backs straightened out so they can be Ellison. Okay, thanks guys. Perfect. I'll have to read through the rest of this later. This is way too funny. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I think it's even funnier than the actual uh, the wild ones. Yeah. yeah, the the wild ones were kind of eh. Yo, what's going on in classic right now? I can't figure out what this thing in the sky is. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong classic game. No. <laughs> all right, all right. This is so nobody can see that- this on the podcast. <laughs> When I saw that screenshot, I thought that was 11, not 1.0. No, that's 1.0. Yeah. Okay. That that cracks me up. <laughs> um, the Dream to Wait demo is now You thought this was 11? 11 never looked this good. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Look, I had just woke up. <laughs> I love uh, the idea. That's a, its own joke, Kelly, is treating Final Fantasy 11 as Final Fantasy 14 classic. Oh, I think there's something the there to that. That's that's a good idea. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It kind of well, is I mean, classic. It, bec- the problem is 1.0 exists, and that was a whole thing. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I completely forgot about it because I'm sure everybody else did. Oh, th- that screenshot with the phoenix saying the ashes of the lar finally dropped also cracked me up. Gnome priests who choose to both heal and deal damage are now known as compact discs. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, what are we talking hey, about? Okay. Uh, do you guys want to play the new 
adventure RPG dreamed away because there's a demo out available. Xenos was the best war chief we ever got. Oh, you won't even get that, Kelly. All right, sorry. Nope. What are we talking about? Uh, the dreamed away demo is available on Steam. Yeah. Um, it's an Earthbound clone. Okay. Pretty much. Isn't it like disturbing and dark or no? It, it doesn't say. It's set in 1993 in a small village. Um, stars Theo, a young boy who becomes lost in a dark world while searching for his sister Louise. Major themes include sibling bonds, fear of death, and questioning reality. So, okay. to answer your question, yes, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Could be possible. Yeah, it keeps. I'm, I kind of got the the screen thing running or the trailer for it running, and it keeps like doing like a discoloration thing. And oh yeah, here here's where it gets dark. Like. I look, a little less than halfway through the trailer. So, okay, there you go. Um, and then our final news um, item, I'm going to butcher this. Zikatrice? Is that how you say it? No, it's Crossatrice, remember? Crossatrice. Zikatrice. Zikatrice. Yeah, this is that dungeon crawler that basically uses the criminal girl's battle system. And you're, you're a teacher that's um, helping... Well, you're a teacher that's helping students to awaken their supernatural powers and um, having to fight monsters, I guess. Um, you can schedule weekly lessons for your students, raise their attributes. Uh, basically, they're doing a persona, but with the Criminal Girls Battle Engine. Doing a persona. That's what it looks like to me. Um, I don't know. I'll have to see more information about it. I don't even think we had news that this is yeah, no amount announcement has been made regarding a Western release, so fair enough. Um I'll become more interested if they do announce a Western release. So that's all of your news. Um getting getting into the new release dates. A backpack hero set to release in May. Oh finally. I have the early access version of that. It didn't really grab me. Um it's also planned to release on the uh, pretty much all the systems in May too, so it looks cute. This this is where you're playing a cute little animal doing a roguelike, and I guess the big it's all push- bag management. Like everything yeah. is like you have to mm-hmm. you where things are in your bag affect your stats. Um, you do you oh. s- armor next to each other buffs other armor. Um, it, certain things need to be on top. Certain things need spaces to the right of them. Um, and it's all about optimizing that layout, um, figuring out what to keep, what to throw out. And then you do have combat and like your stats, Matt, that you've built up by putting things in your bag correctly and choosing what to keep with you affect your defense stats and your offensive stats. And so, and then you win the combat and then it's back to bag management. So it's, it's all that and it should be cool. It's just, I'm, I don't know. I, I was finding it to be very, very difficult to, to really win. And uh, so it's on me for sucking, but because of that, I, I never really finished. But maybe the full game will have some additional elements that that drive it home for me. Or you know, it may, might have some adjustable difficulty. Yeah, maybe that too. Yeah. Um, there, there's a puzzle game on the Switch that I purchased that looked interesting. That's called Save Room. It, it's basically the the inventory system from Resident Evil Four made as a puzzle game. Nice. <laughs> and it's like you know what? This is two bucks, and that sort of cracks me up that somebody made it made it its own game. So I'm gonna try this out. What's the name of it again? Save room. 
save room. Okay, okay. Oh, well, yeah, should have been easier to remember. Okay, I'm gonna have to check that out because that sounds yeah. that sounds like a delightful little thing for two dollars. What's going on with Morteshka? Morteshka. What do you mean? Oh, Morteshka? Black Book. What's going on with oh, Black Book? book. <laughs> Sorry, developer is Morteshka. Sorry. Um, so it's a card-based RPG adventure coming up for iOS and on April 21st, and you are a would-be witch who is trying to find a black book that is believed to grant the wishes if all the seals were to be broken, which is probably going to be a huge monkey paw. Um, also get heavily influenced by Slavic myth. Oh, apparently it was already out for PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox and Switch, so there you go. Coming out for and or iOS now. Um, and then, is this game actually called Metroidvania Nine Years of Shadows? No. <laughs> no. Okay. No. <laughs> I see. Metroidvania, <laughs> quote, Nine Years of Shadow, unquote. So Nine okay. Years of Shadow is the name. It, it was hard to tell yeah. from the title there, but I, I see it uh, italicized in the story now. So this is out on PC Well, the problem right is they now. capitalized Metroidvania and they shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a Metroidvania. It is 20 bucks with uh, out for Steam and Epic Game Store, and the Switch version is in development. And you're going through a castle and shooting projectiles and opening locked doors, you know, basically yeah. a Metroidvania. Looks kind of neat. It's got magical girl transformation. Oh, cool. Got to put all the crazy clothing on and go beat stuff up in the. And you get they a teddy get, like, bear. Armors that are, I think, used as um, like eh, just mobility things. It seems interesting. I like. I kind of want to play it, but I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I might have had my fill of the exploratory platformer after I get forced to finish metroid prime here so we'll see <laughs> yeah it has underwater sections oh fantastic my favorite vaughn's been playing hollow knight uh on his steam deck lately and has been oh. giving me a laundry list of complaints oh, i wish i could play as Moncappy points out she's wearing heels while she's a melee fighter whoever designed this <laughs> is silly because why would you wear heels as a yeah but i'm not seeing the heels so i think we're fine um, Monk happy. Anyway, Atlas Atlas Fallen has been delayed until August. Um, have we talked about this before? I it don't remember. To, yeah, it was supposed to release in May. Now is um, going to be released on August 10th, and it is a uh, sand-filled semi-open world where you're hunting down legendary monsters. So sounds like a monster hunter clone. Yeah. So you have to wait till August to play that. Um, Cassette Beast is coming out this month. I'm sorry, Cassette Beasts. I said. Oh, that here you go. Fast. Here you go, Jason. Here's your your cassette game. Yep, there we go. <laughs> Actually, like looking at this thing, I was kind of like, oh, so this looks cool. It's Pokemon, but instead of being digital, they're on cassette tapes or what? Mm-hmm. Oh wait, is that it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. You kind of, you kind of. Oh no! You press there. the cassette tape play, and then you turn into the monster. So it's more Digimon-y, I yeah, guess. It, I mean, it looks neat as hell. I I remember us announcing this or talking about this a long time ago, and uh, it's it caught my interest. So I'm I'm gonna have to put that on my wish list. Yeah, um, this is one I'm definitely gonna. I'm glad I have a Steam Deck for now. Comes out on April 26. Um, Looks cool. And apparently, for uh, it's going to be on Game Pass for PC and Xbox, Chris. So excellent. 
Oh, maybe okay. I'll just play it on an Xbox instead then. Mm, that make it easy uh, for me to try and talk Anna into playing it because I think she'd yeah. like that. Um, Noob, the faction list is launching in June. Um, this is, I guess, it's a turn-based RPG set in the world of Noob, which is a French multimedia franchise created in 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, see, when I read that title, I thought, is this like a comedy game? Oh no, it's something different. Um, game's coming out on June 29th, and. Is this I, I, is this different than the Nahulbiuk French media franchise? I don't know. Okay. I I really don't. Um I don't even know how to get yeah, how to get into this. I just know that it's launching in June it launching in June and based off of a French multimedia franchise. There you go. Um and then we have we have an article that basically kind of rounds up everything that happened at PAX East on sa- uh, last Saturday. From uh, John Jansen, because he was oh, at good. PAX, so you um, can read about that. That's pretty much all the news. Whew. Well, we only have a couple things coming out, and they are Grim Grimoire Once More for PS5, PS4, and Switch on April 4th, and Everspace 2 for PC on April 6th. Curious how that runs on Steam Deck, because I... I think I'd be interested in I that I assume one. it won't run well, but I don't know. <laughs> hey, you know, it's all right. A lot of stuff doesn't run well on Switch, and they put it on there anyway. Yeah. Yep. Um, we've got a couple of new early access titles. Um, story Stories from the Outbreak available on early access right now. Um, this is where you're in a you're leading a group of survivors in a city during a zombie outbreak, and you're trying to reach the final f- ferry um, to the North Sea to Iceland. So sounds like a story-driven survival RPG. Yep. Um, that's out on our way access right now for Steam. Yeah, it looks um, like sort of like an isometric um, um, Left for Dead State of Decay sort of thing, maybe. Yeah. Um, Tainted Grail, The Fall of Avalon arrives in early access. Um, Wait, isn't that game already out? It's based on the board game Tainted Grail. I thought there was already a Tainted Grail game out. Maybe there is, and then this is the fall of Avalon. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. Oh, goodness, is there another I, Tainted Grail game? <laughs> I mean, it's based off of an R- open RPG world, so perhaps. No, it just never had come out yet. Like, all right, so cool. So it's just finally coming out in early access. Got it. Yeah. No, wait, Severin says there is. This is a different one. Oh, okay. this is different than Tainted Grail Conquest. Oh, okay. So they're both based on tabletop games, but this one's an open world game, whereas the old one was a roguelite deck builder. I see. I get all of these King RPGs. Which actually makes this more interesting. Like, open world RPG with Arthurian Legend? All right. And Anna, no, it's the same company who made both games. Anna's like, oh, this is when you sell your IP to too many companies at once. And it's like, no, this is not a games workshop situation. <laughs> this is just the same company has multiple ideas. <laughs> yep. Um, that always works out well. First person action RPG Raidborn is available on early access for uh, twenty for 25 bucks. And yeah, it's a first person action RPG with procedurally generated dungeons and quests. Looks kind of like Grimlock, but instead of steampunk it's medieval fantasy this looks like it's unity 
Yeah. <laughs> Chris, you said it like you stepped in it. <laughs> it's probably fine, maybe? I don't know. It's first with Dungeon Crawler. It looks different than other ones, at least, and it might be great. Who knows? So, and I look forward to hearing about it. Yep. And then we've got some editorial content. So, uh, f- first off, the the long-awaited Wild Hearts review from oh, Phil no. Um He... he <sighs> He is, White is, Knight storied it two and a half out yeah. of five. Um, good weapon. He <laughs> couldn't finish the game, I believe. So he had to actually like watch the end of the game on a video because oh, it wow. was so it was beating him up and he'd spent so many hours on it. So like after a bazillion hours that he put into it is like I, he had to call it like, ouch, this game has problems. <laughs> yeah. So. So I'll read the negatives first. Lackluster monster variety, frustrating bugs, not solo friendly, and the difficulty starts at hard and just goes up from there. Uh, yeah, I'm not touching this one. Um, I, I, the, the positives are good weapon variety. Um, building Kawakuri to aid in fights is fun and very detailed characters in the town. That doesn't sound like good positives. <laughs> that s- sounds like you're having to reach. Um, I'll stick with, with mon- yeah. I'll stick with Monster Hunter. It has cats. Yeah, Capcom seems to know what they're doing there. Yeah, um, we've got the Theater Rhythm Final Barline review from Alex. Um, yeah, he took as long to finish this as I did, probably because he was trying to play all the songs. Um, he gives it a four out of five. Loads. The positives are loads of fantastic music, highly enjoyable rhythm battles, and plenty of options for relaxing or challenging gameplay. Um, the negatives: curious choices on giving tracks curtailed versions, and collectathon elements are a bit drab. And having played through the game, yeah, I agree with both of those things. Um, da- dancing mad is way too short for my liking. Yeah, that should have been 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure it's to save the rest of the people that play on the the maximum difficulty. Yeah. Well, I mean, you should know what you're getting yourself into at that point. Like, if you're, oh. you you hit Dancing Mad and you're like, all right, I'm doing max difficulty, and I know this is a 20-minute uh, border, borderline uh, prog rock piece here, then let's uh, <laughs> let's let's go, baby. Oh, I know. Um, I, I just was playing one button mode trying to finish the hardest song in the game on easy and i about broke my wrist trying to do that (laughs) um so so yeah that's cool glad that you like that game alex um we've got a demon school impression from pax east by john jansen this is uh necrosoft games is demon demon school and have we talked about this before? I don't know. I it doesn't sound familiar to me, but um, you're playing for, uh, a character who's from a long line of demon hunters, and hears about demon activity that hasn't occurred since before she was born. And I guess you're going and um, fighting demons. And yeah, John played the demo, and you can this looks kind of Persona One ish, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I Not think that's cool. It. Yeah. Yeah, I can kind of see that. I'm not really. Oh, especially yeah. especially in the fights, man. Yeah, yeah they. Well, I I'm curious about this now. Um, you can read more about his imp- impression on our site. 
basically. Yeah, it's another thing like, I'm nostalgic for, but like looking at it, it looks kind of cool. It does look cool. Yeah. I'm kind of interested. Okay, I'm kind of I'm kind of digging this thing now. <laughs> so. Um, we've also got a packed ceased Friday roundup too from him that talks about everything that he looked at on Friday, including Demon School, and then the Saturday roundup again that was posted twice in the sheet somehow. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Either that or I opened it up twice by accident. Uh, no worries. That's all the editorials. Um, we need a question of the week. <laughs> Who should oh. make our monstrosity of a controller? Oh, no. That's not going <laughs> to. No. What was, your, what was your favorite and least favorite game controller? How did we get, even get started on controllers? I think um, he was talking about those. Oh, hollow. You, you, you brought up the... Um, the GameCube controller hurting your hand on uh, when you try to play Metroid Prime. Yeah. And we sort yeah. of kind of, yeah, just, uh, just uh, yeah, fell down the hole there. <laughs> gotcha. Um, I don't I don't know if that's a good question of the week or not, Chris. ChatGPT likes the DualShock 4. <laughs> to be honest, I think the PlayStation ones have been pretty good throughout the years. Um, it's mostly what I've played on. I want a quiet Xbox Series X controller. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they are a little clicky. I see. I like clicky buttons, but which, yeah, I can understand anybody I mean, else. Just which like, basically just means I want an elite. Which my wife has my elite. She stole it from me. I should get the <laughs> new elite and see if it's any good. I need to go figure out why it, it's a brand new controller, uh, Xbox controller that I bought from my Steam Deck, and I need to figure out why one of the buttons keeps sticking. Oof. Which button is it? Do you know the A button? Okay, because I have mm. wait, maybe it is the X button. Is the A the bottom or the right button? That's bottom. The bottom. Bottom. Okay, because my my B button sometimes does not register on my X on my Elite controller. Or yeah, elite that'd, yeah. that'd be the right button. Yeah. And, unless you're and, on and, con- unless you're on Nintendo, then it's the other way around. Yep. Yep. Oh, got it. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, Chris! When I was trying to play the karaoke mini game in Yakuza Zero on my Steam Deck, I failed it miserably because my brain kept thinking Nintendo layout, not Xbox layout. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sucks. You got to get good at transitioning and and have a have an overlay map in your head. Yeah. Brain's got to do it for you. Not with our, <laughs> your brain's got to do it for you, as opposed to what what else is going to do it for you if not your yeah, brain? True, I don't true. know. <laughs> uh, no, but with our monstrosity controller, what we can do is have us. Uh, there you See? go. See? Yeah. yeah, you got it. This thing is going to cost seven hundred dollars, and nobody's going to buy it. <laughs> so, uh, really fancy third party controller, I guess. Oh, Tam points out we need to add airflow into that controller, so we need to have a fan in there. Okay, so then that's another battery pack. That one's going to be solar powered. Oh, okay. and we can use that same um, that same control that same sensor to play that um, uh, solar game that Kojima made with the with oh, Boktai. 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 Yeah. There you go. Yeah, because we need a Boktai sensor. So, yeah. So uh, what about one of those uh, tilt tilt ones? But if you play it, because um, I think was it the Game Boy? I'm trying to remember which game it was but one of them that had like one of those tilt sensors but if you played oh. it in like the sp i think um because it was upside down it yeah didn't work it would reverse it yeah, yeah. so yeah. Yeah. yeah it's the gba tilt. had the tilt sensor and um yeah for warrior and for tilt and for kirby and yeah exactly what you said because the cartridge would be backwards in the other one so 
So, yeah, if you want to tell us your favorite and least favorite controllers, um, leave, drop a message on our show thread for this show at rpgamer.com. Uh, we, we will probably, we will definitely read your feedback live on the show. Um, you know, you're making me realize that older, like really old controllers, like the Intellivision one, were so sticky and so non-responsive. They're so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm amazed the one we got at a garage sale worked as well as it did. Um, was that an Atari one? No, it was uh, Intellivision. Ah. Uh. Um, the Atari ones, the joysticks could be... I don't know if it was the third-party ones that were just bad, that, and that's what everyone had, but those joysticks get real stiff. Mm-hmm. But no, the Intellivision had like just the soft buttons and then an overlay that goes over it, and that was... Right. Oh, man. Oh, man. Those I felt like, so bad. I, I love the overlay idea. Yeah. The pad. That was, yeah. was neat. Um, the problem was you lost those things mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. If, then you don't case, know the controls anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why we need OLED. Let's add that to our uh, controller. All the buttons should be little mini OLED screens so they can be redesigned or redefined. Oh, there you go, Chris. Yeah, depending on what system you plug it into, it changes the button. There you go. Yep. There you go. Mm-hmm. And that one, you just have to be plugged into USB to power. Mm, okay. Yeah. So then it becomes a wired controller. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's only for the OLED screens. You still need to have the battery pack charged to to, to the control oh, sure, of part course. of the controller to the computer I mean, over of, Bluetooth. Of course, let's not be reasonable yeah. about this. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's multiple battery packs and plugged in. Cool. I'm, I am, I am mm-hmm. down. I'm buying four of them. <laughs> Uh, oh, dear yeah. God. <laughs> no, buttons should be physical buttons. They are physical buttons. Just the, the screen cap part is is a screen. Yeah, yeah. It's still just, a physical yeah. button that you press down. Yeah, it just changes this way. It's, like, uh, go it's like those uh, those keyboards with the big uh, OLED screens on each keycap. <laughs> oh, right. Gosh, I'll bet those keyboards are expensive. Yeah, they I'm are, sure. and they break. <laughs> no, you don't say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get to say, that's definitely a keyboard I wouldn't want to get Pop-Tart crumbs in. Nope. No, not on-screen buttons, but physically tactile buttons. Yes, Moncappy, they are physical tactile buttons that have a screen on top of them. Mm-hmm. Or They're literally them or the best of both worlds there, Moncappy. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Physical tactile buttons, they'll even be analog buttons that respond, that know the pressure of how much you're pushing the button down. And the touchscreen is on them. Was that was that a feature that only Metal Gear Solid utilized? It feels like it. I think GTA yeah. did too, I, which is yeah, a complete say, waste of money and battery power. This whole com- yeah. controller is a complete waste of money and battery power. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I think the bouncer tried to utilize it too. So basically like launch games and then they were like, oh, well, this sucks. Let's just not deal with it. As I, think, uh, I think Grant or Gran Turismo kept doing it. Uh, and this is, f- like, these OLEDs are how we do our RGB on the controller, too. Ooh. This controller's going to be fancy. I will admit, I love playing uh, games in handheld mode on my Switch now because the OLED is just so pretty. Um, no wonder the the Vita liked it so much, or people liked it so much on the Vita. Oh, wait, now there's games that actually I can play now. <laughs> so our controller now has to have a USB-C cable, but mm. only one end is USB-C. The other 
end is hardwired into the controller and can't be changed by the end user. So that oh, when geez. it breaks, you have to get a new controller. Oh, there we go. That's how we keep doing it. That's how we keep coming back. Gosh, you're reminding me why I'm not looking forward to upgrading my phone soon. This controller is going to be so bad it will offend everybody. <laughs> yep. What well, we put in idea. all the best features and now everyone hates it. <laughs> when you try to please everyone, you please no one. We didn't um, want to do any trade-offs, so we didn't cut anything, and now everything no, contradicts no. itself. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> oh, wait, we also need something that can uh, adjust the clickiness of the buttons. I know what we need. We need to end the show. Thanks, everybody, yes. for watching. Um, we appreciate you being here. Catch us live on twitch.tv slash rpgamer. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast store of choice. Subscribing, as always, is completely free. It's just a way of getting the episodes to download onto your podcast player. Uh, while you're there, uh, go check out rpgamer.com and uh, leave a comment on the show thread for your favorite controller. And I would really appreciate that. And we'll read it next week on the show. Anything yep. you want to leave the folks with? What are you going to play, Kelly? Uh, more Trails to Azure. I'm probably going to boot up Breath of the Wild when I get my Amiibo cards at some point, just because I want to play around with that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get to play yep. more Diablo 3. And Jason, what about you? Well, I'm definitely going to try that the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog out. Um, nice. I sort of have to um, finish playing Metroid Prime Remastered. And then uh, there's this uh, World War One grand strategy game that I'm kind of wanting to try, but I don't know how it's going to work on the Switch deck. So What's we will find out, I suppose. Uh, the Great War, the Western Front. Okay. Because all is quiet on the Eastern Front. Wait. No, it was the Western Front. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. That's all I got for you, everybody. We'll see you next week. Until then, goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye.